Pittsburgh is home to many sports firsts. The Pittsburgh Pirates participated in the first Major League World Series and were the first team to field an all-black lineup. In 1961, the Steelers broke new ground when they became the first NFL team to have a cheerleading squad. 90.5 WESA's Katie Blackley brings us this story for Essential Pittsburgh, our ongoing series about how Pittsburgh lives and how the city is evolving. It's a cool fall afternoon on the campus of Robert Morris University. It's homecoming weekend. Campus is packed and the air smells of hot dogs and fried food. Inside a large white tent, alumni stand around catching up and meeting at tables with their graduation years. At the front of the room, around a 1960s table, there are about half a dozen women wearing black and gold bedazzled t-shirts. They're laughing, joking, and everyone wants to talk to them. These are the Steelerettes. The Steelerettes were the Pittsburgh Steelers' first and only cheerleaders. And we call ourselves the Raw Raw Sisterhood. We we just have the best time together and we just can't believe how much we've grown and how much we've really clicked as right. as a group again. My name is Noreen Motory. Back in the day I was Noreen Mercer. Um, I'm 71, not 72 yet. <laughs> and I was a Steelerette in 1964. They were introduced to the field in 1961, when the Steelers were one of the least successful franchises in the NFL. Marketers hoped that cheerleaders might help sell some tickets. Motory said most of the girls on the squad when she was a Steelerette were dancers. During halftime, they'd perform classics like Hello Dolly, The Stripper, and The Charleston. They'd also encounter musical greats like Benny Benack or Johnny Costa, and they'd appear on the Dapper Dan halftime special whenever he was in Pittsburgh. People are so nice to us because we were like the first, and they really respect that. To be a Steelerette, you had to attend Robert Morris Junior College. The vice president of the school at the time also happened to be the entertainment coordinator for the Steelers. That was the main requirement for a spot in the squad. You also had to maintain a 2.0 GPA, and you had to be unmarried. And once you were married, uh, bye-bye. <laughs> Steelerettes couldn't interact with the players at all. Most years, the women had to take a football quiz to make sure they were familiar with the game. They often made their own uniforms and would frequently be called to help advertise for local businesses or perform at schools and charities. The experience was unforgettable for most of the women. I'm Diane Rossini. Being on the field, that was so much fun. This is fantastic. This is the greatest group of women you'll ever meet. The Steelerettes are full of stories from their time on the field. Motory recalled the short-lived tenure of the men's cheer squad, the Ingots. One of the Ingots would shoot off a cannon when there was a touchdown. Well, I, I forget who the player was who was running into the end zone for the Steelers to get a touchdown, and he prematurely set the cannon off, and the poor Steeler <laughs> probably thought he got shot. <laughs> of course, they were disbanded right after that game, <laughs> needless to say. The Steelerettes were disbanded in 1969 for a number of reasons. The team had hired a new coach, Chuck Knoll, and they were moving to a place called Three Rivers Stadium. Plus, Robert Morris had their own football team at this point, and they needed cheerleaders. Today, when the women get together, it's a constant reunion. Their families are connected, their lives intertwined, and you can genuinely tell that they care about each other. They even have sleepovers. When they go out, Motory says they're always met with eager fans, even if those fans aren't quite familiar with the squad. When we are someplace as a group, 
and people will come up and tell us, you know, they'll say, well, you know, why are you together or something like that? And we'll say, well, we were cheerleaders for the Steelers. Oh, my goodness. We're so happy to meet you. Can we have our picture taken with you? You know, it's like, really? You know, we're just a bunch of women here and it's having a good time. But yeah, but they are. I mean, just people are so nice. They couldn't be nicer. The ladies say it's important not to forget the past. Pittsburgh hasn't always been the city of champions. It took a lot of work and perseverance and a lot of people helped along the way. And while the team was still dreaming of a Super Bowl win, a group of about 70 women in total were there supporting them on the field, shaking pom-poms for the black and gold. For 90.5 WESA News, I'm Katie Blackley. For photos of the women and more essential Pittsburgh stories, visit our website, wesa.fm.